Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Oh, well, good morning. Say good morning, China. But then again, it's America, or is it China? Or America. Which America, one is China. it? Chimerica. United we're, States we're of China. We're like looking America right now. We really are. We're, we're pretty close to Chimerica. Scary stuff. Honest. Scary stuff. You know, everyone's talking about January 6th and Pearl Harbor and every, every other thing, you know, notable in the news right now. But one of the things, again, you know, when you're dealing with... Uh, a campaign of distraction. The past few years have, has been nothing more than a campaign of distraction. And perfect example is right now. And the distractions keep getting greater. So if we look at what's happening over in Kazakhstan, very little is being said about that. You know, we're talking about the headlines, the, the bold unifying messages coming from the dementor in chief, President Applesauce. And no one is really discussing the importance of Kazakhstan. Now, a few, a few weeks ago, I said that we were heading towards some kind of international conflict. And I, I, think, I think I was right, again. And the details of the reality of what's happening in Kazakhstan is much more than a protest. Mr. Mr. Apollo, have you seen anything oh, uh, over there? You want to serve up the CCP's little world domination plan and, uh, you know, give them the keys to the financial kingdom and the, uh, you know, the ropes around it's, the it's, people's necks. It's coming. You know, it's coming quick. Ties around their wallet. The Kazakhstan is the keystone to this whole deal. Have you ever heard of the BRI? Talk to me about the BRI. Belt Road Initiative. One, one, road, one, yeah, yeah. one belt, one road. Do you know what that is? Tell us All right. So, so for, for anyone that's listening... And anyone that's buying into the facade that's being fed to you about voting rights and democracy and equality and all the, the, the BS that they keep feeding you, would take it back a bit, pull back a little bit, and look at things objectively. And what we have unfolding in Kazakhstan is no, as I said, no coincidence. In the middle of the night, the country descends into chaos. It descends into what is initially described as a protest and then evolves into something that is pretty much a civil war or whatever you want to uh, describe it as. But the, the president of Kazakhstan has now said, shoot to kill. How far off do you think we are from that? Oh, we're, get, we're getting pretty close. Getting close. Oh, we're getting real close. Mr. Producer, if you could pull up image one, A1, please. Give you a little better understanding of, of what's at play here. And that this is not about... LGBTQ plus 1300X rights. This is about global world domination and the desire to seize $3 trillion in annual revenue. See this map, Mr. Producer? Mm hmm. I'm sorry, Mr. Producer. I said Mr. Producer, but, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Mr. Producer is here. Up, switch up. All right. I do see it. All right. Okay. So the blue ones are the, the, the parts of uh, global, I'm sorry, uh, water trade, sea trade owned by China. And, you know, we've over the past few years, we've started seeing uh, different uh, conflicts arise in the South China Sea, 
claims over islands, claims over Thailand. And now all of a sudden, you're going to have a situation that goes into warp speed. So the blue on the map is China's global aquatic trade routes. Now the red is what they envision for the land trade routes. So it's a modern day Silk Road. Modern day Silk Road from you know many, many centuries ago, but this time they're going to own it with an iron fist. And they must do so because their own economy is collapsing upon itself. They, they played too big, they bet too hard, and now they have to plug the leaks. And the leaks come at everyone's expenses. Ours, Europe, Asia. You see, China went on a 10-year investing spree. It was probably a little more than that, 20 years, where they went around to impoverished countries that were lacking infrastructure, and they dumped a bunch of funny money with them. And now, many of those countries, they can't even pay the tab. And now they're coming to collect. So, Mr. Apollo, if you look to the red, what, what can you identify? Where, where is the majority of the, the trade routes going from China connecting to? Sorry, I do not have my glasses. It's hard for me to see this. China is streamlining a trade route to Moscow. Is it not coincidental that between, <laughs> between <laughs> Moscow and China, what country stands in the way? I'll, I'll give you a hint. The capital is Almaty right there. Why does Almaty sound familiar? There's been quite a lot going on in the last few weeks there. So Almaty is the capital of Kazakhstan, and it's collapsing into full-blown genocide. Yes, we just covered this. Government troops shooting hundreds of people dead, and now the president, as I said, ordering them to shoot to kill. Don't ask questions, just shoot to kill. Now, the geographical uh, strategery, as George Bush would say, of Kazakhstan being in the middle of that, is when you are trying to build a road through someone's backyard, well, it's probably easier to build that road if you can take over their backyard. So Almaty and Kazakhstan as a whole is extremely resource rich. So it makes sense to destabilize them. And that's what we're seeing. We saw it in Afghanistan. And the greater picture here is that the American political establishment's involvement, <coughs> both on the left and right, their hands are filthy, and it's all out of greed, and it's all out of money, all for money, not out of money, for money. And so just as Kazakhstan or Afghanistan was seized by the Chinese as soon as we left in the disaster of an exit strategy in which Biden handed it to them on a silver platter, they came in and they took priority or control over the resources that Afghanistan has. And then they got a standing army. A standing army plus military, $87 billion in military equipment. And by standing army, I mean the Taliban. Taliban were there standing by, ready to play ball, because the last time that someone came into their country was the United States. So China has a friend in the Taliban. The Taliban seek vengeance. And so they will open up their doors to them. They spent 20 years fighting us. They'll open their doors to the guy that, you know, an enemy of an enemy is a friend, right? Yep, in wars such as these. So, in Afghanistan, China came right in, and within a few weeks of us leaving Bagram, the lights were on. 
The Chinese were moving in supplies and, and logistics. But underneath the, the desert of Afghanistan, there rests a trillion dollars of lithium and immense uh, copper ore supplies. So things that as you burn through your own coal sources and you're out of fuel options, you need to start expanding outwards. You need to start creeping outwards. What is, what's the issue? No, 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 no. I'm just asking him something. Oh. So you need to start creeping outwards. Otherwise, your, your existence has a time uh, stamp on it. Your, your existence is finite in that once you run out of your resources, you end up just like every other third world country. So Afghanistan. This push for green energy is being thrown to you by Washington, D.C. Afghanistan serves as the perfect marketplace or supermarket for all the components needed for China to sell everyone in this world an electric vehicle. As our very own politicians attacked Elon Musk and aimed to tax the rich, tax him to death, destroy his, uh, his businesses. Now, Kazakhstan is also important talking about the largest supply of uranium in the world. Again, when you're running out of fossil fuels and you're heading to an e-electronic future, lithium and copper are invaluable to that future. And uranium is invaluable for the energy sources to power your economy because you've already burnt through most of your fossil fuel supplies. So... Mr. Producer, enough of my ranting, but if you could pull up A2, it's a pretty intriguing video of what the BRI is. And again, BRI is the Belt Road Initiative, China's plan for global trade dominance and rule. I can't hear anything, Mr. Producer. Yeah, can you start this over with the audio? And I'm glad that you brought this up. Um, and that you're talking about a few of these things together because it's really important that people understand these, these things that we're seeing in Kazakhstan, that we were seeing in Afghanistan, that have been happening over the last couple of months. I mean, these are in no way disconnected. And all the, the disturbance and the unrest, the destabilization that we're seeing, these you know overthrows, uh, the policies and uh, some of the initiatives that these governments are making, uh, this is very, very much a connected plan. Uh, you said no coincidences. There are no coincidences, especially now. Uh, I mean, if you think on the, the grand scale, uh, with the initiatives and the, the goals of the CCP, the interests that are at stake right now, uh, n none of these things with the Biden admin, uh, all these things that just they, people I've, I've heard say constantly, and we see it in the comments, you know, like, oh, these people are inept. No, no, they're not. These, these, these plans are not being rolled out by inept people. That is a cover for them to get away with ripping everybody off, and you don't see the bigger picture that is unfolding around you, which is they are snaking into every aspect of our financial system, of our personal lives, uh, going down to the assets that we have in our country and abroad. This is all connected so that they steal everything. So, you yeah, right. and, and, and how they win, how they take home the gold, is that Americans, specifically the millennials and the whatever, you know, all, anyone that's under 30 years old, 
They have the attention span of a goldfish. They don't TikTok see culture. TikTok culture. Everyone wants to be famous. Do you want to, you know? I want to be famous. TikTok influencer. I'm an influencer. What does that mean? I don't know. We can I start just, OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. I can start no, an I mean, OnlyFans. really, it's the OnlyFans I'll, generation. You know, yeah. So you have the Instagram generation. You have the TikTok influencers, which they, ca- I mean, what, what, what a useless generation it has created of people living in 30 second intervals in life. And now this is what happens when you turn a blind eye to it. Well, these, and you stop looking at the things that are being done upon you. And you will pay the consequences of it. Well, they, these pe- I just want to say this one thing. because, And I, I, sometimes I have the, the same feelings. But it, it's important that uh, for a lot of these people, we remember that, yes, you could say a lot of their lives. I mean, it, it is kind of useless. Like, they're not productive. They have nothing... They have no skills. They have no concept of how to uh, how to create value in the world, or how to contribute. They, I mean, they feel powerless, and it's because they're lost. They're not useless people. They're they're completely lost. They have had no opportunity, no education, no uh, no awareness that has been built of how to uh, how to navigate this world. And they we've purposely been been dumbed down and kept to. Uh, be unable to understand how this world actually operates and where all these pieces are moving from. Uh, do you have it ready, Mr. Producer? Fire away. All right, fire it. There's a new highway in Pakistan and a new rail terminal in Kazakhstan. A seaport in Sri Lanka recently opened as well as this bridge in rural Laos. What's interesting is that they're all part of one country's project that spans three continents and touches over 60% of the world's population. If you connect the dots, it's not hard to see which country that is. This is China's Belt and Road Initiative, the most ambitious infrastructure project in modern history that's designed to reroute global trade. And it's how China plans to become the world's next superpower. It's 2013, and Chinese President Xi Jinping is giving a speech in Kazakhstan, where he mentions the ancient Silk Road, a network of trade routes that spread goods, ideas, and culture across Europe, the Middle East, and China as far back as 200 BC. He then says, We should take an innovative approach and jointly build an economic belt along the Silk Road. A month later, Xi is in Indonesia. The two sides should work together to build up a new maritime road in the 21st century. These two phrases were the first mentions of Xi's legacy project, the multi-trillion dollar Belt and Road Initiative, or BRI. They're also the two components of the plan. There's an overland economic belt of six corridors that serve as new routes to get goods in and out of China, like this railroad connecting China to London, and these gas pipelines from the Caspian Sea to China and a high-speed train network in Southeast Asia. Then there's the Maritime Silk Road, a chain of seaports stretching from the South China Sea to Africa that also directs trade to and from China. The BRI also includes oil refineries, industrial parks, power plants, mines, and fiber optic networks, all designed to make it easier for the world to trade with China. So far, over 60 countries have reportedly signed agreements for these projects. And the list is growing because China promotes it as a win-win for everyone. Take, for example, the BRI's flagship project, Pakistan. Like many countries in Central and South Asia, Pakistan has a stagnant economy and a corruption problem. 
It wasn't a popular place for foreign investment. That is until China. I don't know. We'll have you put that in uh, the chat or the description later on. It's a really good segment. It's about seven minutes long, but don't want you guys have to listen through it all on this. If you could pull up A3, image A3, FDI, uh, foreign direct investment, China's strategy in all of this is the money since the 1990s that they've been robbing from the American public. Or I'm sorry. Let me not blame it on China because China needs to get a, a round of applause for strategy and approach because the people that are at fault are the politicians left and right you see the politicians are the ones that got greedy off of your well-being test that jake start talking how about now can you hear me can you hear me Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, you can hear. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Sorry you guys got to miss out on my rant. Can you, can someone in the comments make a, a point as to where I was in my rant? Can I get a rant reference, please? All right. Hopefully this is fixed now. All right. Okay. Fantastic. I'll just make it up as oh, I go. Along. All right. All right. So, okay. Do you want to recap? Uh, I, I think I understand where in the rent. Uh, pull up that image again. Uh, A3. The foreign direct investment, please. All right. So, as I was saying, China just ran around throwing out money. Money that they got from everyone that sold their own countries out and dumped it into China. Because China will do anything for a dollar. And they'll do it really cheap. And they'll do it at the expense of the environment, which is the irony of the left talking about global warming when China burns anything it can find for fuel. And then every byproduct of everything they produce and sell back to us, they dump into the oceans. It's just this wonderful circle of life. So, Apollo, can you see how much money Russia receives? This was annually from China. 11 point, what are we looking at? 11.5 11. billion dollars. Yeah, annually. Wow. And so who would wonder or who would think that, that comes to the rescue of the government of Kazakhstan as their entire social, socioeconomic infrastructure falls to pieces? Who's offering Kazakhstan a hand? Military? China. No, Russia. Because Russia, you know, you have to have a favor in the game, right? You got all this money from China, and now the thing that connects your economy to China's economy is a country called Kazakhstan. So you offer to send in your troops, and that's what's happened. Mr. Producer, you're live in there. Mr. Producer? Mr. Producer, please put up A4 when you have a chance. Now... This is where it gets fun, because this can happen here much quicker than anyone could think. And that is, the entire financial system of Kazakhstan has been turned off. Cash is illegal. Banks are shut down. They're looting major cities. And so the people are left to sit on their hands and do nothing or get shot by their, their, their elected officials. Do you know, Apollo, do you know the one thing that Kazakhstan is at next to uranium, 
what it's most known for? What? You can pull that image, Mr. Producer. Bitcoin mining. Do you remember several months ago? Oh, oh yeah. Bitcoin mining. <laughs> All right. So remember several months ago when I said Bitcoin was and cryptocurrencies was a financial uh, financial warfare, a financial I've weapon? heard you say it a number of times. Probably more than you wish to hear. So Bitcoin... Prior to Forgive China, me, everybody. I'm trying to make sure all the tech issues are good. Prior to China being number one at mining Bitcoin, which is funny because China then down the road banned it, right? So let me summarize it and make it a little more understandable. Bitcoin mining is providing a platform for transactional record exchange and logging. So it requires energy, but in the process of providing that platform for the exchange of this funny money that lives in the cloud somewhere they get a fractional share off of whatever passes so it's a think of it as a tip so china six months ago bans bitcoin bitcoin goes from sixty-five thousand down to what it's i think it's a thirty-nine thousand now they keep saying go to a million go to a million and now the central node the hive of worldwide bitcoin mining and transaction record keeping and facilitation is off the grid they turned everything off everything in kazakhstan the internet the banks financial transactions the use of cash it's all banned and so you start to think over the past 12 years as china's rise to power kept increasing china sought out to sell to the worldwide public the idea of bitcoin and what what does Bitcoin get cashed out in? Gets cashed out in sovereign currency, U.S. dollars. Great. Bitcoin is worth sixty-eight thousand. What Apollo? Uh, in, in six months ago or whenever, Bitcoin right now is worth forty thousand. What dollars? U.S. dollars. So much for being decentralized when you have to tie <laughs> it to something. <laughs> oh no! Well, listen, dude. Uh, uh, it's decentralized. Yeah, right. So is the internet. What happens if you say something they don't like on YouTube? You get banned. You get censored. So how... I can't curse on this show. On my own show, I'll curse. But how can you possibly justify that if the media can be censored over the internet, if you can be censored over the internet, if propaganda can be fed to you over the internet, what is the road that the car of cryptocurrency drives on, Apollo? I'm sorry, what? Cryptocurrency. How does it travel? Electronically, through the internet. There we go. It's all internet. So just turn it off. And what the people are going to realize is that all of this was an attempt, and a very successful one at that, to pull out U.S. dollars from the money supply domestically. All these kids stuck at home getting funny money, getting stimulus money, getting unemployment bonuses, betting, 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 betting. And one day when China or whoever is affiliated pulls the rug out from under it, bye, it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> That's what it's going to look like. It's going to look like a South Park episode. And you have yourself to blame for it. So. You are hating on, like, everyone listening right now. Am I hating on? I'm not hating on the listeners. Oh, you're a hater, man. You think so? Yeah. Every other word out of your mouth. This is all your fault. Let's pull up another stunning graphic. Again, I'm very surprised by this. Image A8, 
China, FDI, uh, Kazakhstan. So, that's kind of blurry for me, too. Let me see. Oh, interesting. Kazakhstan unrest. This is put out by Chinese Daily Post. The violence has stirred... Oh, I'm sorry. Title. Kazakhstan unrest. How will China's economic interests be affected by the protests? The violence has stirred concerns about the impact on Chinese companies in the country, which has received billions of dollars of investment from its neighbor. Position between China and Europe, Kazakhstan, is a crucial link in the Belt and Road Initiative. Wow. And was where Xi or Xi or Pooh Bear announced the massive infrastructure project. So is it starting to make sense, people? Is it starting to add up that the game show you were sold for the past few years was not about your health? It's not about your well-being. It's not about equality, racial equity, and climate change. It's about distracting you through virtue, making you a virtuous, a virtue-seeking hypocrite so they could come in the back door. Now, how far, Apollo, do you think we are from seeing that here? Full manifestation of what we're seeing over in Europe here. Oh, we're very close, but they're going to do, do a little bit of a different plan here so actually the rest of the stuff that i have yeah, it's much easier here it's well, much easier well, here it's different because 95 percent of our politicians are in bed with them well i mean that's no different in europe i mean so so uh, i was saying earlier when we lost audio um in in uh yeah it was september i believe uh the israel's port of haifa uh, it's one of the largest ports in the in the mediterranean they turned over f i think like all of their operating uh, to a Chinese uh, shipping company for the next 25 years. And Same with the Port of Los Angeles. Yeah, and, and so and then in 2016, uh, Greece's port, uh, Piraeus, or maybe it was later than that, uh, but uh, Costco, uh, massive, massive uh, Chinese holding firm, uh, COSCO, not Costco, like the uh, warehouse company here they bought 51 percent of the uh equity in uh in greece's port of port los angeles costco trump pushed yeah, them out yeah trump pushed them and, out and uh and they were set to with they, they just renegotiated something recent maybe it must have been more recent than 2016 um but in the last few years they renegotiated something and the greek courts said yeah go for it and now they can up their stake to i think it was at the time like 69 or 70 percent somewhere around there i mean th this is we were talking about uh the graphic you put up talking about the maritime silk road and or the maritime uh, project uh i mean they are going to control everything they already have massive control over the ports here uh, as you just mentioned uh in ways that a lot of people do not even understand um but, I mean, they are going to control absolutely everything. And a lot of the, that port uh, system going through the Mediterranean and some of those areas, th that is so, so valuable. That There are massive commodities uh, and, and uh, I mean, massively valuable things to, to nations and critical uh, resources that, that flow through those in massive amounts. It's, it's unbelievable the control that they have already garnered uh, just by by acquiring a lot of these ports uh, and being able to control the shipping uh, and, and all the assets that are going through those, it's, it's wild. Just the control that they have over the company. I think just Costco, I think they had control over like 68, the, or they had 
control of ports in 68 nations or something like that? Well, they run the port of Los Angeles. Yeah. And so is it not ironic to look at all of those ships backing up? How did Napoleon lose when he went into Russia? What caused, what caused Napoleon to lose when he advanced into Russia during the winter? Supplies. Supply chain got yeah, cut Yeah, they, they, they were crushed. They, they couldn't get anything. They couldn't off. get absolutely anything in. They, they basically all starved. Everything ground to a halt. So that's what's happening now. Every shortage you're seeing in this country, slow death by strangulation. And as I said, 90% of your elected officials are helping pull the bag over your head. In fact, wrap the zip tie around it. Well, okay, so... Uh, do you have do you have some more stuff on this? Because there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of I do. Vaccine, I have a few uh, more. There's I, a bunch of vaccine deadlines that are approaching. I have a few more points to today. Make. But go, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and then I'll get to that. That's happening over there, and they're 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 expediting it. So you're seeing it more and more frequently. You're seeing it go more and more dramatic, more and more drastic. Now it's going to happen here, because the election and everything that took place behind it. As Steve Bannon said on one of his most recent podcasts, what is a few billion dollars to take over a trillion-dollar economy? That's what they did. Mm -hmm. That's what China did with every other country. So are we naive enough, yes, we are, to think that that would not be done here? And the reality is, in the near future, you're going to wake up one day, and the street signs will be written in Mandarin. But, again, we don't have China to blame. Because that is human nature. For millennia, tribes have been rising and falling, conquering the other. We let it happen. Well, everyone's gotten lazy. and We so let it happen. There's an inter- it's interesting because and they, they've been pushed to a, a different place in a lot of ways. I mean, you think of some of the videos that we're seeing or that we were seeing. I mean, I'm really actually pay attention to those people. We were just a few weeks ago covering these stories in Australia and in uh, in Europe, where people in France, where they were going up on the streets and checking their passports, and they were arresting people, and we were saying, "Oh my God, uh, you know, I can't believe this is happening." Well, now look what's happened. I mean, I said it a few times we've talked about this a lot. This is this is coming here. This, you're seeing the writing on the wall happening in other places because they have advanced the agenda further there first. It is now happening. Now you are seeing. People being arrested for just walking into restaurants in public without vaccines, without their, without their papers, without their little Nazi papers. You're now seeing them harass children. We're all the horrors of the healthcare system. This, this, this is encroaching on us so quickly, and it, it's starting to snowball because now, I mean, this is the end-all or be-all time. This is the, uh, the critical point. They, they cannot go back from this, uh, and it's getting to a point where people – are either going to say, no, I've had enough, or they're going to clamp down and seize control. The, the, there's nowhere else to go. Either it's going to go one way or the other. There's going to be massive conflict very, very soon. So on this subject, I'll round out with this. As I said, China is not to blame for this. They took an opportunity that our represented officials or elected representative officials refused to protect on our behalf because it was in greater interest for their, their wallet and their fancy house in Nantucket. And the life that they lecture us on about equality and equity. But ask yourself, is there any equity in this for us? No. The only thing in this for us is slavery. And not 
specific group enslaved, everyone that's not them, black, white, Chinese, midget, gay, all of them, everyone, all the flavors, they're going to be enslaved. And now you look at dinosaurs in the establishment. You look at uh, dinosaur Skeletor Pelosi, and you look at uh, good old cocaine Mitch McConnell and uh, diaper dementia Joe. All these fantastic career politicians that have done nothing but rake in tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, selling out us, the people that they have the audacity to stand in the rotunda and say, democracy must endure. You killed it. What are you talking about? You killed it. It's dead because of you. Well, last connection I'd like to draw to this and why you can never stop talking about the elections, because understand that the big con was in the election. And the point of it was to take over an economy that was extremely valuable to the whole world. Because if you can take it over, you become the master of the world. And that's what China's goal has been. And so lastly, we look into politicians like Biden and his sons dealing in China and every other country affiliated with China. You look at Nancy Pelosi's husband backdooring trades as a hedge fund manager and making moves based on legislation on big tech and, 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 and tech overlords. You know how much money she made off of the uh, Jedi cloud contract? Her husband did? Millions of dollars. Oh, it was millions, yeah. So Bi- oh, I remember when that when happened. When Biden came in, Trump had refused to issue the Pentagon's Jedi cloud contract. Oh, that was wild. To that Amazon. Why? Because AWS and Amazon have extreme ties to China. So why would we hand over the cloud service contract, multi-billion dollar contract, to, to Amazon? Well, I mean, you know, they there was this whole uh, uproar, rightfully so, over the... Hillary's email nonsense. I mean, you talk about like uh, a right. blow to national security. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, let's let's put the server in China. Well, too I, I mean, l- that's like okay, that's like not even just give up our guns. It's like okay, here, take my guns. Let me take my pants down and bend over for you. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. And now you see, as soon as Biden came in, they pulled the contract which had been handed to uh, Microsoft or IBM, it was a, a Jedi Cloud contract. I think it was Microsoft. Microsoft, and yeah, they, was, they yeah, put it back was. up for bid. They said, yeah, no, Trump's uh, decision doesn't stand. Put it up for bid. Now, Biden's, or uh, Pelosi's husband, or her, cumulatively, made millions of dollars buying either Microsoft or IBM before that news went public. Made millions of dollars on it. And so these people, they have no interest in, in, in talking, even guys on the right. Even even look at Ted Cruz. Look at all of these people that have made claims investigating an election. Because at the end of the at the end of the day, the dollar wins. Every nine out of ten times, the dollar wins. Joe's about one of the few people I know that doesn't put it front and center. And so we look at the McConnells, good old cocaine Mitch, and we look at his ties to one of the largest Chinese shipping families. And are we surprised now? that the rhetoric coming out of the Republican Party is that H.R. 1, the goal to nationalize elections and put it in the power and hands of the Attorney General of Washington, D.C. and Washington, D.C. as a whole, are we surprised that his rhetoric is changing to make it a non... 
let's uh, how do I word this? Make it so that everything in HR1 can be considered. So, with that being said, never stop talking about the fraud and do everything you can at a local level to make sure these people cannot buy the insurance policy of never losing power. If HR1 gets passed, we're done for. That's it. Mr. Producer, it's time for an ad read. One of our sponsors. Do you have the Liberty Cigar Cut, please? All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Liberty Cigars. John at Liberty Cigars, based in South Carolina and Georgia, spends great detail and emotion and care in a product that is unique to the entire industry. And yes, that is his real name. His name is John Adams. It is not a pseudonym. John has taken incredible detail, attention to detail, and passion in creating this product. The boxes are all handmade in the United States out of red cedar. And the tobacco is all hand-rolled in South America. All the packaging, the labels, the history behind all of it, the theme behind each series, Commander Series, President Series, Founder Series. And he's also working on a bunch of other ones. Outlaw Series. It's, it's, it's unbeatable. It's unmatchable. So, and the idea of keeping local alive and keeping business alive Go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code CD21 or, I'm sorry, BEFREE. Yeah, let's use the code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E. For all orders over $76, you will get a free Patrick Henry cigar along with, he throws in some really cool uh, descriptive materials. Yeah, each each cigar, constitutions, each coasters. package, each cigar is a history lesson. So if you have friends, family, anyone that appreciates history or appreciates a good cigar. It's one of the best ones I've had. So go to Liberty Cigars, code be free. You can pull that down, Mr. Producer. And also, before we move on to the rest of the content, uh, at least have some security. Uh, we don't often think about the cost of emergency medical uh, transportation. Uh, the deductibles, the co-pays, extremely, extremely high. Uh, sponsor of our show, Air Medicare Network. Their service is extremely important. So if an emergency does arise, you will not see a bill for anything for any air medical transport flown by any AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire house for as little as $85 a year. That is your entire household. So if you've got kids, you've got uh, a large family like I grew up in, uh, all of you are covered. Uh, they cover over 100,000 patients a year. Uh, so as a listener of our show, you will get a $50 uh, Visa gift card with the new membership. They have an option for Amazon, but screw them. Uh, so go with the Visa because Amazon is the devil and we don't like them, nor do we support them. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily uh, to get your $50 gift card. Uh, so now I want to transition a little bit. Um, I talked about how they're going to do things a little bit differently here. So th we've talked about this a lot over the last few months, but these ocean mandates that are coming up. So you want to see some more uh, some more catastrophic stuff happening in the finances and the uh, the livelihoods of Americans? Uh, produ Mr. Producer, can you put up B1? So uh, the OSHA mandate, the deadline for federal contractors that the uh, loser in the White House uh, has instituted is hitting now. Um, this covers all federal contractors and subcontractors. Uh, OSHA had 
not too long ago sort of reversed their position, but not really. Um, and now we're seeing some of the fallout going on with corporations. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you can go to B2. Uh, image B2. So just in Philadelphia area, the mandate, which the, the Supreme Court is, uh, is hearing uh, very soon, will affect 1.8 million Philly area workers. 1.8 million OSHA fines to start landing January 10th. That is coming up very soon. If you could go to the next image, image B3. So now, here's uh, interesting employer law. Employees with mandatory vaccination policies advised to fire unvaccinated workers. Uh, next image, please. So I want you to pay attention to that here. Here, look at this now. Employees on safer legal footing terminating employees for violating mandatory vaccine policies, then imposing lesser punishments. Legal expert, experts advise. I'd love to get my hands on those legal experts. Um, they say employees should not opt, for example, to withhold pay raises, make only vaccinated workers eligible to apply for positions or promote vaccinated employees. Lower courts have upheld mandatory policies, which unlike OSHA's uh, standards, aren't yet before the court, but it may address them. So the next part, dangers of lesser punishments. To the extent an, employee, an employer is considering these options as lesser punishments for employees rather than terminating them for refusing to comply, uh, for thinking that the lesser punishments might be uh, might have less resistance from employees than an actual termination mandate, I encourage them to rethink that analysis for several regions. Reasons, says Brett Coburn, this POS uh, in Atlanta, allowing an unvaccinated employee in the workplace but taking some other measure as a punishment does not do anything to increase employee health and safety, nor does it reduce the risk of COVID transmission. Punitive measures that don't involve separating an unvaccinated employee or requiring the person to continue working remotely are missing the boat. Uh, and so they are legally advising uh, businesses, you can take that down now, to just fire them. Just fire the people. Screw them. Well, just fire Maya, them. You, we talked about a two-tiered society, right? Here we go. Here we go. Well, what they're going to do to us, what they're going to do to the unvaccinated is exactly what they've done to the weaker population in China, they've created the other, and it's okay for the other to be secondary class citizens, to be slaves and slave laborers, producing everything that the West opened up for us to consume in our, 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 our so addictive lust to buy cheap crap. Yeah. So here, you want to see the fallout? This uh, just took place. Mayo Clinic fired 700 workers who failed to comply with the mandate. We need to take all steps necessary to keep everybody safe, they said. Thanks, Mayo Clinic. Go to the next image, please. So they fired 700 employees who failed to comply. They had been given until Monday to get their first dose or obtain aid and an exemption. They were expected not to delay on receiving a second if they had already gotten the first. Hundreds failed to meet those requirements and were let go. Uh, nearly 99% of employees across the clinic's complied they say um go to the next image please and here in the middle while mayo clinic is saddened to lose valuable employees we need to take all steps necessary to keep our patients our workforce our visitors and communities safe wasn't for your health and go for ahead and take your that safety down. a line what happened i thought Nazis? we had a i thought we were worried about overwhelming the healthcare system no 
What we happened to that? How did we go from we can't we can't afford any we can't afford for the the workers to be sick? Our healthcare workers are superheroes. We've said this before, but are you kidding me? Citibank just said they I think January fourteenth. Yeah, next we image. Might, all right, you beat me to it. That's so. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Next. Uh, next image, please. Uh, so we'll we'll get there. Uh, American Airlines. So now they are. Uh, We'll be requiring everyone who's unvaccinated to uh, complete a weekly self, self-health declaration, practice social distancing, and wear a mask at all times. So American Airlines is now, there's now a two-tiered uh, society within American Airlines. Next image, please. Delta will not hire the unvaccinated. Look at that. If you want a job with Delta, you better sign up for the vaccine. The CEO, Ed Bastian. I wanted to use another word that sounds similar to Bastion, uh, told CNN to encourage uh, existing employees to get vaccinated. It's time to impose mandates for new employees. Uh, he said current employees who decide to go against the mandate might find their wings clipped. Interesting. Just 60% of the airlines, 75,000 employees. Do you know who saved the airlines too? Talk to me. Taxpayers. All that Isn't money. That weird? All the money that they got bailed out on. Wait, wait, wait. We Biden said the federal government was was covering all this stuff, no, right? No, that's, that, that's, that's the federal us. government. We're the federal government. No, 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 no. The federal they government. They keep forgetting that, though. What are you talking about? They keep forgetting that part. Do we pay for the federal government? Some, yeah. I mean, son of a gun. I try to pay as little as possible, legally, of course. IRS. B12, please. So. Want to talk about Citigroup? Citigroup to staff, follow our vaccine mandate or we really will fire you. Wow, look at that. 95% of the bank's U.S. employees are vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Next image, please, B13. Citigroup told its staff it planned to follow through on previous warnings and would terminate unvaccinated employees. They have one more week until the 14th of January to get vaccinated. After that, anyone still unvaccinated will be placed on unpaid leave. And their term, their employment would terminate on January 31st. Isn't that nice? I would call it ironic because the numbers that are coming out now as we head into 2022 are hideous. You look at the uh, uh, people leaving the job force. October, we talked about this, 4.2 million people quit their job. Or at least that's what the uh, BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, likes to assign to it. They say they quit. Did they quit or did the place close down and so they just walked away? We don't know. Seen a lot of places close. And then in October, or I'm sorry, November, you had 4.7 million, a record of people leaving the workforce. And then all you hear is talk about holiday spending, holiday spending. It was the best it's ever been. However, what they won't tell you is that from October until November, credit card debt, American consumer credit card debt, went from $6.6 billion in October to $19.8 billion in November. So, yeah, great. There's a lot of money spent, but it wasn't their money. So the people are being weighted, or weighted down by the establishment. They're being weighted down by lies and totalitarianism. And we're heading into something that, if you went through 2008, it's going to be child's play compared to this. And, well, I mean, again, two-tiered society, this is the new normal, right? This is to keep everyone safe. This is for... This is for the greater good, right? Can't work, can't get hired, won't get your benefits, can't go in public, can't use transit, they don't want you to fly. You know that. Next they're going to come, they're going to say, you know, 
you are a, uh, you know that a, a doctor with a lot of the red flag laws can just say, uh, oh, well, oh, he's a mental up, yeah. health yep. risk. Yep. Um, so they're going to use the whole vaccine thing as a conspiracy well, they, exactly. theory. And they're they're going to say, like, the you don't want to get the vaccine. You're nuts. The person is delusional. Right? I'm not, I don't feel confident about his mental health. I th- red flag, red flag order. Yep. I, I would, I honestly bet money. I've said this for a, like years now, but when they passed that, that red flag law and it allowed any uh, doctor, et cetera, to, uh, you know, to rule you, you know, as unfit under the red flag law and fly, file a, you know, an order against you, uh, that's uh, going to be a big tool. I guarantee it. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to, it might start to be used in, in some weird ways if people don't wake up. I mean, people, it's, it's right here. It's not even hard. We can fix it real fast. We just need to cut the BS and realize that it, all we need to do is say no. Just stop. We cannot stop talking there's about more the than, election. There's more of us than, there's, than, there's, than there are of them. Before we, uh, before we run out of time, uh, put up image B14, please, while we're on uh, you know, our superheroes and how they're suddenly not necessary anymore. So uh, hospital review, vaccination-related employee departures at 52 hospitals. Hmm, interesting. Uh, image, uh, next image, please, B15. I want everyone to look at this. There's, a, there's 52 hospitals on here. Rochester, Minnesota. Mayo Clinic fire 1% of its 73,000 workforce. We saw that. Sturdy Memorial Hospital in Massachusetts. 33 employees fired. Erie County in Buffalo. 60 unvaccinated employees fired. Uh, their religious exemptions rescinded. Terminations include 51 employees uh, from a long-term care facility. Oh, those people in those facilities don't need help. Goodness. Uh, UMass Memorial Health, 200 employees. New Bedford, Massachusetts, 216 employees. New Orleans, Oceaner Health, 280 employees. Next image, please. New Jersey, Virtua Health, 120 employees. Advocate Aurora, uh, 440 Southern Illinois Healthcare, 220, 94 employees at Yale. Springfield, Massachusetts, Bay State Health, 145 employees. Samaritan Medical Center, 28, 84 employees from Lewis-based Central Maine Healthcare. Syracuse, New, uh, New York-based St. Joseph, 78, 400 employees. In Detroit, Henry Ford Healthcare. We had April Moss to talk about that on uh, just uh, a week or two ago. Uh, next image, please. This would be 18, B18. 100 workers in Colorado, 1,400 employees uh, in New York, 89 employees in Nova Health System, 72 employees in Winchester Valley, 38 employees in San Diego, 68 full-time, 87 part-time, St. Luke's, Newark, 150, 250 of uh, New York, Winston-Salem, 70, 175. Next, next image. Ah, my hometown. A lot of New York. September 23rd, 66 employees left uh, Brewer-based Northern Light Healthcare. Uh, 58 in Portland, 72 terminated in Winchester, uh, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 180, 
180 Bowling Green, 125 IU Health, 11 Ocean, uh, doesn't say how many, Lewis County, 30 staff resigned, Tidelands, they fired people for not being uh, one of its employees, Charleston, five, West Orange, six, next, last one, and 153 employees rely, resigned during a suspension period or were terminated for noncompliance at Houston Methodist in Texas. Apparently, Texas isn't the bastion of freedom that we all like to think it is. Yeah, I mean, this is going to continue, guys. Either people are going to leave because they realize that their values, that their principles, that what they stand up for are more important than bowing to the whims of these overlords, these demons, who part of this grand mechanism to take over everything. Maybe these people don't actually know all that much. Maybe they don't have our best interests in mind. I mean, people are starting to realize that. You're seeing the unrest all over the country now. You're see, you know, it, it's, gonna, it's isolated now, but it's going to get much, much bigger. Prepare accordingly, people. That's what they hope you don't do. Because if you don't do it, then you're an easy slave. And I don't, and w w I know we say this, so um, maybe we are kind of a downer couple, aren't we? I don't think I'm a downer. I think I think we 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 have kind of a downer vibe, and we don't mean to, right? No, not at all. Mr. Producer's saying yes. I don't care, Mr. Producer. Oh, well, he's um, all unicorns I don't say and this. rainbows. <laughs> I don't say this because I want you to be afraid. Absolutely not. In fact, quite the opposite. I say this because the worst uh, the worst point of this is going to be down the road when we fail to act now. Or when we fail now. to stand up, yes, prepare, but it's it's time to it's time to stand up now, everybody, and where you are, you need to be in touch with everyone around you, with your with your neighbors. You need to know what's going on in your community, and Joe Joe said, I love the term density. It, it is time to get density, and it's time to get some massive density and some agitated, driven, focused, on fire density. We do that. This is over. It's. 100% over. So we're out of time. We are out of time. I'm glad I got to rage a bit. Because usually I'm very, like, stoic. and. You were a little bit animated today, weren't you? Yeah. I got into the caffeine. Was that anyway. why you were kind of shaking a little bit when we started? No, nah, it's just my rage. I thought I was going to start, like, petting you, you know. Uh, throw a walk. Can you just not? to calm you no. down. No? No. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show... We have a few different options. You know, I saw some comments that, you know, said we were touching on some really important subjects. One guy asked, where did where did I learn this stuff? I actually went to school uh, to be an investment banker in, in Manhattan, and then I was arrested for beating up Antifa in self-defense, of course. But I got a head start to the Communist Party. I was prosecuted, put through a ringer for over a year by a DA that's bought and sold by globalist communists. And... I, like I said, I was early to the party. And so I went to school for this. And whatever I can do on my part to help people connect the dots, because it's not about the voter fraud. The voter fraud is the insurance policy for this, the bigger picture. So you want to make the argument to someone that says voter fraud doesn't exist, you start here. It's not about equality. It's not about democracy. It's about ensuring a free-flowing 
blank check into the accounts of the same people that are telling you this is about democracy and equality. So if you have any ideas for a show, shoot us an email, info at conservative-daily.com. I'm happy to hear you. We'll give you credit too. We'll shout you out a little bit. But uh, but, so as we're as we're signing off, remember we're live on CloudHub, Frank's Beach, Rumble D Live, and Twitch. You can also find us live conservative-daily.com. You can listen to the audio edition on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us a lot. Uh, we've been screwed with massively, uh, as you can imagine, as, as, you've, as you've heard uh, recently. But help us climb back up. Uh, we are trying our hardest to wake up as many hearts and minds as we can and to take back our republic. Um, as you can see on the screen, if you want a reminder before we go live, text the word FREEDOM, that's F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to those of you on the audio edition to 89517. That's FREEDOM to 89517. Sign up for our text alerts and get notified when we're going live. Uh, also, sign up for our newsletter in the description of the episode. Uh, and that's going to be it. if you're on Rumble, subscribe to our channel. Helps us with our sponsors. And every time you watch one of our videos, hit that plus button so we go up in the rankings. Anything else? Mr. Uh, uh, crap. Love your neighbors. Love yourself. Break your chains. And let's take back our country. 2022 is that year. 2022 is the year that we see... The resurgence of true freedom and of the American spirit. And I look forward to it. God bless you all. Have a good night.